Hello, Convention of State podcast listeners. Normally, we reserve this channel for audio versions of our live broadcast, COS Live and the Battle Cry with Mark Meckler. But as a bonus, we like to occasionally release some historic legacy audio for your enjoyment. Hosted in Colonial Williamsburg in September 2016, this event featured commissioners from all 50 states to perform a test run of an Article 5 convention, the largest experiment of its kind. The simulation proved that this process really will work just as the constitutional framers knew it would. Over a period of two days, the commissioners ultimately debated eight proposals and passed six of them. This is part two of the general session of the COS simulation. Further discussion to the motion to adopt proposal one. Gentleman from California is recognized. I think the comment earlier uh, regarding the limitation of Section 2 to Congress and the President was well taken. I propose to amend that by saying no state or any subdivision thereof shall be compelled or coerced by Congress or by any member of the federal executive or judiciary to appropriate money. So the motion is in Section 2 of Proposal 1, no state or any subdivision thereof shall be coerced or compelled by Congress or Or any, any member, member of the of federal executive or judiciary? Yes. To appropriate money. Okay. If, if, if you can write that out for us, please. And to the extent possible, if you, can, if you have amendments, if you, can, if you can put them in written form, it would be very helpful. Can we get that language up here for the members to see? Yes. Mr. Secretary, are we... Uh, <laughs> Yes, we'll be up momentarily. Okay. As, as a matter of procedure, while that's getting up, if uh, when I call for a voice vote, if your the chairs of your delegation would would <laughs> voice the vote for your delegation, uh, rather than all, I know yeah, we're robust we'll and we've got that energy going. If we could have the chairs uh, wage the voice vote. I know for most of, it that most of us that becomes a Pavlovian reaction that when it's called, we just automatically vote even if we're in the other chamber, but we'll do our best to restrain ourselves. Are we up? Okay, so <clears throat> the motion is to amend section two, no state or any subdivision thereof shall be coerced. All right, guys, so we are into it already. Uh, First Amendment that is being discussed by the entire body. Walk us through, first of all, what happened initially. There was a report from each of the committees. Tell us what was happening there. Well, so basically, the way it works is, in, in order to summarize for the body what goes on, they had broken into three committees yesterday, one for each subject matter area. They had had debates like what you're seeing today in committee privately. And so now the committees come in and they submit their report to the entire body. And you had each of the states represented in each of those committees, right? That's correct. Roughly 150 commissioners, roughly 50 per committee. So each state mostly represented in each committee. When they came back together as a whole body, it's important they submit those committee reports to the entire body. So that's the first thing that we saw this morning. And then they made a decision to tackle this amendment uh, first. One of the things that jumped out at me was, you know, a lot of the opponents of a convention talk about, oh, it'll be, nobody knows what the rules are going to be. It's going to be hard to figure out. We even saw a question about this particular rule, but very quickly, parliamentarian went back to Mason's, figured out the rule, and the body solve the problem very quickly, I thought. Well, and one thing that you need to understand is this is a very deliberative body. 
not very different than any state house legislature. And so they do have specific rules that they have to follow. They're following Robert, Robert's rules of orders and par parliamentary rules. And so there is a process that they go through, and each person has the ability to amend if they choose, but they have to follow the rules of parliamentary procedure. Yeah. But this is a very deliberative body, and I think that that is critical that the, the viewers understand that. I thought that stood out yesterday in committee as well. You know, again, the opponents say, oh, you're going to have people that don't know what they're doing. These are legislators. These are seasoned veterans that know what they're doing. They're used to doing this. And I saw in the committee process exactly what we just saw a few minutes ago, talking through it, figuring it out, and then moving on down the road. What we're seeing is uh, what I would call true statesmanship, yeah. which is why I'm so encouraged for the country and what's going to come out of this. You're seeing statesmen and women stand up, express their opinions in a cogent and quiet way, and, and then get back to deliberations. And so I think I, just briefly what I want people to understand, they're operating according to a set of rules. Like you said, they've adopted those rules. This, you're going to continue to see this thing run according to those rules. We'll come back as developments occur and explain yep. to people what's going on. And, and this is a, a modified set of rules for a simulated convention. Exactly. But they've also been debating throughout the states a very clear set of rules for when the actual convention takes place. So That's it's correct. It's going to be very important. So let's go back to the proceedings here. All right. People do not stay on welfare and they become protective uh, members of the society. I personally grew up in a family of 10 on welfare. I was well educated. I retired as a Marine Corps Lieutenant Colonel and a productive member of society. So if we do not educate our children, we're going to pay for them in welfare and other items. So we need to look at the quality of life and saving money. Thank you, Commissioner. Further discussion of the motion to amend. The gentleman from West Virginia is recognized. Thank you, Mr. President. I, I actually believe the argument that was just made by the Commissioner speaking before me really illustrates the point of why we're all here. Uh, we have a, a federal government that has reached way outside the boundaries of what is plainly delineated within the Constitution. Uh, the idea that the federal government could order any state to spend money on education when education is clearly a state priority and a priority that should be set by the states. Frankly, I'm surprised here in this particular body, what I just heard was a plea to the federal government to be our nanny and to tell us what to do. Uh, it doesn't matter if it's the judiciary or Congress or whatever. The states and the federal government have particularized roles and they need to stay within those roles. And the problem that has brought us all here is that we have a federal government that is no longer staying within its proper role. So I strongly support the amendment. Um, and, and I would, I guess, uh, plea with the, the fellow commissioners here to think about why it is we're here. Are we really wanting to say we want the federal government to tell us how to do this? Because if we are, I think we're wasting our time. Thank you, Commissioner. Further discussion of the motion? Gentleman from Ohio. President, I'd be less than honest to say that I agree with most of what came out of our committee because there is this thing called reason. Because although we here um, believe we are the last word, we are not. To violate the separation of powers in this amendment by pulling the president or the executive branch out, the judiciary branch out, and including the Congress, and then say we're not changing the Constitution, I think it's less than honest. Much of what we're trying to do, I'm here because I agree with. 
but it must be done with some reason and consideration. So at the end of the day, people say it can be done, it will not run away, and that is what we'd like to see done. Elimination of parts of the Constitution, violating the separation of powers. I don't think we're here for that. So I have voted against, and with the agreement of my other commissioners, most of what will be presented today, because I believe that we need more time and more perspective before we present something to the public that we've lived under for more than 200 years. Thank you, Mr. President. Thank you, Commissioner. Gentleman from Arkansas is recognized. I just wanted to address the latter part of that, the, the judicial branch. Um, one thing that I'm a little bit concerned of is that if the Supreme Court were to rule that the, uh, let's say, Medicaid, for example, is an entitlement program um, that an individual is entitled to, maybe under the 14th Amendment, something along those lines, then they could actually compel a state if the Congress doesn't have the authority, if the executive uh, branch doesn't have the authority, they could actually actually still compel the state to make appropriations to provide for that. So I do think it probably would be appropriate to include the judicial branch within this. And if we did not, I think that there's actually a, a very reasonable possibility that they would require states to make appropriations on Medicaid or, or other programs that could be considered entitlements. Thank you, Commissioner. Gentleman from Virginia is recognized. Mr. President and Commissioners, I like this amendment very much, but I don't believe we should put it in this particular resolution. We, if we load a resolution up with too many different parts, we, agree, we get opposition from too many different places. So it's better to leave it simple and direct as it is originally, and if you want to do the judiciary, you should have a separate resolution for that, let it stand on its own. Thank you, Commissioner. For the discussion of the motion, the gentleman from Rhode Island is recognized. Good morning, Mr. Chairman, or Mr. President. I'm concerned about this language here because I'm concerned that we have a diversity action, members of one state filing suit in another state for, say, a contract violation or something along those lines, and there's an order that comes down from a federal judge, pay these individuals. And if it's a state that's a, that's a defendant, this type of, of amendment here seems to me to be ill-considered because there's at least a concern that that could be considered an appropriation or would require a state appropriation. And as a result, we have people with no access to justice. So uh, I think this is, this is ill-considered at this time. There may be appropriate language, and I understand the concerns relative to programmatic appropriations, uh, but just the regular course of, of the judiciary and adjudicating disputes between two parties, uh, this seems to, to be a, a significant and unwarranted limitation on the judicial branch. Recognize the, the commissioner from Arkansas. Call a question. The question has been called. Um, all in favor of calling the question, chairs of your delegations, please say aye. Aye. All opposed to calling the question, say nay. Roll call vote. <clears throat> All right, Mr. President, I will call the roll. Yes, please, Mr. Secretary, please call <clears throat> the vote. Okay, if the state delegation chairpersons would please uh,
quorum with their or caucus with their delegation and please determine how their state will vote. Beginning with the state of Alabama on the motion to call the question. Alabama votes yes. Alaska. Yes. Alaska votes yes. Arizona. Arizona votes no. Arizona votes no. Arkansas. Yes. Arkansas votes yes. California. Yes. California votes yes. Colorado. Yes. Colorado votes yes. Connecticut. Connecticut votes no. Connecticut votes no. Delaware. Delaware votes yes. Delaware votes yes. Florida. Florida votes no. Florida votes no. Georgia. Georgia votes yes. Hawaii. Hawaii votes yes. Hawaii votes yes. Idaho. Yes. Idaho votes yes. Illinois. Illinois votes no. Illinois votes no. Indiana. Indiana votes yes. Iowa. Yes. Iowa votes yes. Kansas. Kansas votes yes. Kansas votes yes. Kentucky. Kentucky votes yes. Louisiana. Louisiana votes yes. Louisiana votes yes. Maine. Maine votes yes. Maryland. Maryland votes yes. Massachusetts. I'm sorry? Massachusetts votes yes. Michigan. Michigan votes yes. Michigan votes yes. Minnesota. Minnesota votes yes. Minnesota votes yes. Mississippi. Mississippi votes oh, no, yes. Missouri. Missouri votes in the affirmative. Missouri votes yes. Montana. Montana votes no. Nebraska. Nebraska votes yes. Nebraska votes yes. Nevada. Nevada votes yes. New Hampshire. New, Ham New Hampshire votes yes. New Hampshire votes yes. New Jersey. New Jersey votes yes. New Jersey votes yes. New Mexico. New Mexico votes yes. New Mexico votes yes. New York. New York votes yes. New York votes yes. North Carolina. North Carolina votes aye. Is, is divided? North Carolina yes. is divided? Okay. Yes. North Carolina votes yes. North Carolina votes yes. North Dakota. North Dakota votes yes. North Dakota votes yes. Ohio. Ohio votes no. What? No. What? What? No. Ask for clarification. Oh. Is it Ohio? No. Oklahoma. Mis Mr. President, can we have a point of clarification, please? Yes, ma'am. Is the motion to lay the amendment on the table, or is the motion no, to the adopt to, this to the, the Constitution? No, the motion is to call the question on the amendment. Okay, well, then it's a no. I'm sorry, I can't see where the question is coming from. The motion is to call the question on this amendment. Oklahoma votes yes. Oregon. Oregon votes yes. Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania votes yes. Rhode Island. Yes. Rhode Island votes yes. South Carolina. South Carolina votes yes. South Dakota. South Dakota votes yes. Tennessee. Ah. Tennessee votes yes. Texas. Texas votes yes. Utah. Utah votes yes. Vermont. Yes. Vermont votes yes. Virginia. Yes. Virginia votes yes. Washington. Yes. Washington votes yes. West Virginia. West Virginia votes no? Abstain. Okay, West Virginia abstains. Wisconsin. Is Wisconsin present? 
Is there a vote from Wisconsin? Wisconsin not voting. He's, he's, uh, Wyoming. Oh, he's right there. He's Wyoming votes yes. The result is 42 in favor of calling the question, six opposed with two abstentions. We, we must have some really loud nay voices in here. We've got to get that, get that balance a little bit better. All right, so the motion, the motion passes. To call the question, I will now place the question on the motion. The motion is to amend section two of proposal one uh, as shown on the screen. Uh, all in favor of amending this proposal as shown on the screen, chairs of your delegations, please say aye. All opposed, please no. say nay. I'm going to rule that that motion fails. Yes, uh, the gentleman from Missouri. Thank you, Mr. President. I wish to speak on the underlying proposal. Thank you. So the, we're back to the underlying motion. Yes, the gentleman is recognized. Thank you, Mr. President. I rise to speak in support of the proposal. While it is not perfect, it is certainly good. And let not the uh, perfect be the enemy of the good, but let us accomplish something. I believe it's an ancient truth that the borrower is servant to the lender, as Solomon said. You know, uh, the legal terminology for a loan and a security agreement, those two pieces of paper, the legal terminology, while I'm not an attorney, I'm told is chattel paper. And I think we all know what chattel is. So let there be a recorded vote in Congress and let us see who is to make servants of all of us. Uh, I think it is incumbent upon us to consider the road signs that the nation has seen over these last decades and I think it is incumbent upon us as state legislators and as commissioners here today to look to the future and have a global perspective on what is going on in the world. One of the nations that we borrow from the most is making grave expansions in the South China Sea with man-made islands. Let us not become their servant. This is a matter of national security, and I believe it is important that we, at the state level, consider our role when we pass a budget that includes, quote, federal money, we bear some of the responsibility. There is no difference between federal money and state money. There is only money which comes from the taxpayer. And let us not burden future generations with massive inflation as a way to pay for it. So I rise to support this. And um, I believe it is wise in its choice out of the committee because even the correction to our errors over the course of decades going into debt must be done with caution and wisdom so that we don't move too swiftly and cause disruption in the nation. So I support this and I commend the committee. Thank you, Mr. President. Thank you, Commissioner. The gentleman from Georgia is recognized. 
Thank you, Mr. President. And I follow uh, the good commissioner and ask for a call to the question. Motions to call the question on this proposal number one. All in favor, uh, chairmen of your delegations, all in favor, please say aye. Aye. Any opposed, say nay. Nay. I will rule that that motion carries. <laughs> the ears are getting better this time. There we go. Um, so the mo we will place the question on the adoption of proposal number one. I'm going to ask for a roll call vote on this, Mr. Secretary. Thank you, Mr. President. Alabama. Alabama votes yes. Alaska. Yes. Alaska votes yes. Arizona. Aye. Arizona votes yes. Arkansas. Yes. Arkansas votes yes. California. California passes for a moment. Okay, California will come back around. Colorado. Aye. Colorado votes yes. Connecticut. Connecticut votes no. Connecticut votes no. Delaware. Delaware votes yes. Delaware votes yes. Florida. Florida votes yes. Florida votes yes. Georgia. Georgia votes aye. Georgia votes yes. Hawaii. Hawaii votes aye. Hawaii votes yes. Idaho. Idaho votes aye. Idaho is divided? No. Oh, aye. Aye. Okay. Idaho votes yes. Do have a speech Illinois. Illinois votes yes. Indiana. Indiana votes yes. Iowa. That's a good point. Yes. Iowa votes yes. Kansas. Kansas votes yes. Kansas votes yes. Kentucky. Kentucky votes yes. Louisiana. Louisiana votes yes. Louisiana votes yes. Maine. Maine votes yes. Maine votes yes. Maryland. Maryland votes yes. Maryland votes yes. Massachusetts. Massachusetts votes yes. Massachusetts votes yes. Michigan. Michigan votes yes. Michigan votes yes. Minnesota. Yes. Minnesota votes yes. Mississippi. Mississippi votes yes. Mississippi votes yes. Missouri. Missouri votes in the affirmative. Missouri votes yes. Montana. Montana votes yes. Nebraska. Yes. Nebraska votes yes. Nevada. Nevada votes yes. New Hampshire. New Hampshire votes yes. New Hampshire votes yes. New Jersey. New Jersey votes yes. New Jersey votes yes. New Mexico. New Mexico votes yes. New Mexico votes yes. New York. New York votes yes. New York votes yes. North Carolina. North Carolina votes yes. North Carolina votes yes. North Dakota. North Dakota votes yes. North Dakota votes yes. Ohio. Ohio votes no. Ohio votes no. Oklahoma. Oklahoma votes yes. Oklahoma votes yes. Oregon. No. Oregon votes no. Pennsylvania. Yes. Pennsylvania votes yes. Rhode Island. Yes. Rhode Island votes yes. South Carolina. Yes. South Carolina votes yes. South Dakota. Yes. South Dakota votes yes. Tennessee. Aye. Tennessee votes yes. Texas. Texas votes yes. Utah. Yes. Utah votes yes. Vermont. Vermont votes yes. Vermont votes yes. Virginia. Virginia votes yes. Washington. Yes. Washington votes yes. West Virginia. West Virginia abstains. Wisconsin. Do we have a vote from Wisconsin? Wisconsin not present. Wyoming. Wyoming votes yes. California. California votes yes. California votes yes. Mr. President, the votes are 44 yes, excuse me, 45 yes, two no, and three, or sorry, two abstentions. 
Proposal number one passes. Good work, commissioners. We will uh, uh, continue to remind you we, uh, of, of the time. I think we're moving well. We'll keep on that pace as we go. We will now move to... Uh, All right, well, we remain live here at the Convention of States in Colonial Williamsburg, and joining us is Professor Rob Nadelson, probably the, the most read and studied on this process of, of anybody involved. Uh, how much is this like what you think the founders might have envisioned? Well, they certainly wouldn't have envisioned the, uh, the video system, and they would not have envisioned well, microphones. the microphones, right? And they probably would be very pleasantly surprised at the number of states involved. They would yeah. recognize North Carolina and Georgia and, and Massachusetts, but there would be some very unfamiliar names. They probably thought of Wyoming as a portion of, of Pennsylvania or, or New York, which it was at that time. Wow. Uh, not the current state, but the name. Um, the, the procedure that's followed, however, is very close to that historically used by conventions of states all the way from the 1600s up until the last one we had, which was in 1922. So this is not as new as what sometimes we think of it as. We think it's a whole new concept. No, this is actually a proven concept that's been used. That's right. In fact, we've identified uh, about 37 conventions of states or before independence of colonies. Yeah. The rules that they're operating under today were rules that were crafted based upon that accumulated experience. The last general convention, that is the last convention to which all states were invited, was uh, held in 1861 in Washington, D.C. And so we used those rules as the basis for these rules. Of course, we had to update them to take into account such things as tablet computers. Right, and truncate them a little for our simulated uh, convention. That's correct. You write extensively about this, and folks, if you go to conventionofstates.com and click on learn, uh, you can actually see a lot of this history uh, where you document it, you footnote it, it's, it's all there. Let's talk about what just happened. So the first vote on an actual proposed amendment to the Constitution just passed by these guys. Right. Under the rules, there are three separate committees, and one of those committees deals with the problem of uh, federal fiscal excess. It comes up with proposals to try to rein that in. Uh, the first proposal was one of theirs, and it is essentially a balanced budget amendment. But instead of uh, specifying revenues and expenditures, it talks in terms of debt. You can't run additional debt without a two-thirds vote of both houses of Congress, and that therefore requires a balanced budget. And so what we saw was that committee report discussed and then approved on a roll call of the states, as you can see, overwhelmingly. Uh, there were also uh, two efforts to try to amend it, and the, the commissioners decided not to, to amend it. And it was, what, 44-4 and just a few against? Uh, yeah, that's over. right. It was, it was overwhelming. And if this were the actual Convention of States, this, uh, that proposed amendment would then go back to all 50 states uh, for ratification? That's right. That would be the proposal process, and it would be up to Congress then to decide whether it wanted conventions or legislatures in the states yeah. uh, to... Uh, to ratify, but either way, uh, you would still need 38 states to approve it, which is a pretty tough bar. Right, which it's a, fortunately a very popular amendment and, and would have a good chance. We're going to go back to the actual action. They've taken up another amendment. Let's see what that one's all about. Is a named institution in the Constitution, uh, specifically Article 5, uh, recognizes us as a political entity uh, corporate within our states. Uh, we empower individuals to act on our behalf, and that would be the implication here as well. 
that we would be, as legislatures, empowering individuals to act on our behalf, most likely our attorney generals in this case. Uh, the final sentence of Section 3 outlines uh, that uh, this uh, statement of standing guaranteed to state legislatures does not, uh, shall not be construed to limit standing that may otherwise exist for a person. Uh, and finally, Section 4 is an implementation uh, period, uh, not more than five years uh, from the date of ratification. That is uh, the proposal, Mr. President. Thank you, Mr. Commissioner. Uh, you move the adoption? I do. Motion is to adopt a proposal. I have a second. Second. Second is from Delaware. Discussion to the motion. Gentleman from California is recognized. Mr. President, I wholeheartedly endorse this amendment. The uh, mission creep that we've witnessed over the last century by the Supreme Court has reinterpreted the limited commerce clause to be a power, a general police power, allowing the federal government to regulate every aspect of life, including the core police powers that were explicitly reserved to the states by our Constitution and the Tenth Amendment. Um, uh, the power to regulate and, and, and advance the health and safety and welfare and morals of the people is a power that was vested originally in and remains in the states. Uh, the Supreme Court decisions over the last century to the contrary notwithstanding. This amendment will restore that original constitutional balance and reinvigorate the notion that those core aspects of government belong closest to the people in the states. Thank you, Commissioner. The gentleman from Virginia is recognized. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Would a, a question to the committee chair be in order? I will recognize that. That is in order. Uh, if, if the screen could go back to the first page, I have a question related to Section 1. Uh, and in particular, Line 2, the reference to sale, shipment, transportation, or other movement of goods, articles, or persons. My question is whether that is contemplated to include or exclude financial transactions on the Internet. Check out more content at conventionofstates.com slash pod. Thank you for listening.